up, Lincoln? Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Tuesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. We have plenty to get to as we wrap up the month of June, a couple days left before we hit July and Big Ten Media Days and all that good stuff. We are now less than two months away from kickoff of Nebraska Northwestern in Ireland. Countdown to Dublin. The countdown is on. Ah. 59 days by my count. <laughs> Do, are we going to have a factoid about Dublin later in the show? Yes, Do I think we that? will. I, I talked to a local Irish pub owner i said hey would you have interest in sponsoring a little fact toys like yes i would have interest in sponsoring that okay so nice it's not officially sponsored yet but we'll we'll keep doing it look a little rough over there i gotta shave yeah i gotta i gotta shave yeah usually you point that out way earlier than than right now i just got a load of it yesterday you could have pointed it out yeah even sunday when i saw you could have pointed it out yeah you're yeah it's it's rough yeah i gotta shave yeah but at least I know that. I'm not hiding that. I'm aware, like, today, when I go, the show's over, I'm probably going to go home and shave right away. That was part of the plan before you even said anything. I said, all right, 8.30 or so, show's over, oatmeal, shave. shave. And then the day begins. Yeah, really put a shave on All that. right, okay, I'll shave the face. I'll trim it. Okay, I'll trim it. It's not all going to be gone. It's always just a trim. It's a trim. How goes it over there? It's going well. You seem a little chippy. Chippy or chipper? Chippy. Because there's two differences. Yeah, there. yeah, there is. And you seem I don't more think chippy. I, I don't feel chippy today. Okay. Well, I played good golf last you're night. You're very tolerant of me pointing out things like you need to shave. Well, I agreed with that. I, I, I saw myself this morning and said, my gosh, man, <laughs> we've, we've lost it here. We have lost it. <laughs> what happened? Just like my Andrew Luck down here or what? That's your sort of your uh, summer look maybe no no it's not this is this is just laziness right here what, what is the deal are you having some crisis and no there's no crisis at all i, I played golf this weekend i usually would shave over the weekend i didn't take my razor down to kansas city you didn't good for and, you. right because i'm not going to shave down there right. and then last you know sunday i get back it was i was tired so i didn't do anything then mm-hmm. and the, yesterday was packed and now today it's part of the plan all right there you part go. of the plan yeah not a big news day yesterday um Big 12 apparently is set to hire a commissioner. Now, we're not going to discuss that because I haven't really, we haven't really looked into it. Um, let me get this for you. Fill some time here while I look this okay. up. Okay. Yeah, the Big 12 needs a commissioner. What, just go ahead <laughs> and tell people what we're talking about. Yeah, today, today we will have Robin Washington at 725 talking all things basketball and more uh, to discuss the massive turnover in the Nebraska baseball program, mm. uh, over half the team is new for next year. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting. Uh, and and we have a special gift that has arrived in the mail that you don't know what it is. It's hiding over here again. So I, I won't don't look. you dare look over here. I won't. I won't. Uh, courtesy of a, a listener in South Carolina. Not Greg. Not Greg. But we have a, a, a gift that I look forward to giving to you and to myself and, all right. reading, and reading what it's all about. Kay. So hang on for that. And uh, I, I want to have a discussion about 
Northwestern again, the game in Dublin. Okay. Is there, I'm going to tease this. Is there any way that the season would not spiral if they lose that game? Okay. You're fixated. We can spin it positively there. You're fixated. That. By the way, the Big 12 is targeting Brett. Your mark, it's Y-O-R-M-A-R-K. He's the chief operating officer of Jay-Z's agency, Rock Nation, uh, to be the next commissioner um, 55-year-old, unconventional hire, much like the Pac-12 last year. Um, obviously, this Brett Yormark would enter a changing landscape as an outsider in the industry. Don't Now, that's something to look into. Hmm. Yeah. Brett Yormark. Yeah. Uh, industry outsider. Uh, Heading into an interesting world. I'd like to do a roll call real quick. 402-464-5685. It's the, middle, it's the late June. We know it's a little slow out there in the sports world. Uh, where are you at? What's your name? Where are you listening from? 464-5685. Text us. Yesterday was not slow on the show. No, it wasn't. But it is slow in the sports world generally right now. I mean, all you have is baseball at this point. What? Yesterday. Hockey's over. The yeah. CWS is over. Yep. It's just MLB until... Media days in July. A lot of people going on vacation. It's, it's the right time to go. I'm not going on vacation. I've already gone. Listen, I'm, I'm here in July, my friend. I, I don't think I am. I don't, I don't have any reason to. You, you were happy when I told you I, I'm in here the entire month of July and all the way to Dublin. I know. That, that, yeah. that, like, I love it that. It changed your mood the day I talked to you about that. So, yeah, I'm not gone anymore. I'm here. There were, yesterday I'm the on house. this show, there were fireworks. And there will be fireworks again today. There, is that okay? Is that that's going to happen again? Yeah, today? yeah. Every day of this week. Yeah, we're giving away fireworks. That's right. An eighty dollar package. Yeah, you got it from Crazy Cracker in Roca. <laughs> Crazy Roca, Cracker. Yeah, Roca Crazy Cracker, right across from Roca Tavern. But not yet. That's later on. Okay, in the show. that's later on. But that's something to look forward to. We got flooded with calls yesterday. I think we had like sixty calls for that. Incredible. I'm not even joking. Sixty. Yeah, that's beautiful because it's a great package. But it's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I'm telling you guys, be ready for when Jake goes to this because it is a great package of fireworks. Yeah, you got it. All right. I'm proud of you. Yeah, you want to talk it's a good it's a good plug there. You want to talk you want to talk some NIL here, Sparky? <sighs> yeah, I think we, Oh, you know, listen to the heavy side. Yeah. Well, we haven't done, we don't do it as often as we thought we would the summertime. We thought that every day would have some sort of NIL discussion. And we and to our credit, we haven't always had a discussion about it every day because it does get nauseating. There is some, <laughs> there is some news. Yeah, there is some news. Gene Smith, the Ohio State AD, was speaking with CBS Sports yesterday, and he was talking about what he what he views as NIL and what's what's the proper movement. How do we how do we move forward properly in this without it getting more wild and just out of control in certain aspects? He says he believes that letting schools get involved with NIL deals could help crack down on inducements, Sip. Is he right? Great. Gene Smith here. Um, he says having universities get involved could make NIL not be so much of a competing arms for who has the best booster club or wealthy business owners and all this, basically. Oh, I mean, I think it could help to move it in-house a little bit okay. or maybe a lot. <laughs> because Maybe a lot. I mean... You have a compliance office on campus. Yes, you do. It might be easier to manage. I say might, by the way. It might be easier to manage in that context. I don't think it 
solves everything. I don't. It's it's there's just a. It feels sort of like it would be a band aid. Um, you're not. You're never going to solve everything. So here's the setup. Okay, here's a setup. Here's what we're talking about. If you don't, if you really want to do this, Jake, I don't know what you're doing on your phone. I've but, got the article pulled. Okay, up I don't trust uh, this computer at all. Oh, that's good. Because I'm on my phone. I got the article pulled. Okay, up. so let's right see. There. You just want to delve into it. Here's the deal. Yep. The way it's set up, for instance, at a place like Nebraska, and the way it's set up at many places right now is are the there's collectives. Nebraska has a collective. Some schools have multiple collectives. Nebraska's heading toward having multiple collectives. Collectives. What's a collective? It's an organization basically that has a, you know, an operate, you know, an operations manager, ideally, and maybe even a few workers who set up NIL deals for student athletes. But it's an off-campus entity. It's not can't be affiliated right. with the school right now it's loosely affiliated the 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 organization or the you know the head of the collective is in communication with coaches but it's not i don't think there's i don't know what the rule is on the level of those communications and all that it's not they're not supposed to be used as an inducement um the collectives are not supposed to provide inducements to recruits or direct payments to student athletes to keep them on campus. It's all happening, um, but it's not technically supposed to. They're not in-house, okay? They're, out again, outside entities. Now, here's what I'm telling you. If you, if Gene Smith's idea, maybe it would be helpful to bring it in-house, but still you have to get the money from somewhere. Right, right. Where does that come from? Well, it comes from the same people that are contributing to the collectives. Correct. So it's it's sort of folly, the discussion. I hope people are following this and understand. There's, there's boosters that are providing money to the collectives, to Nebraska's collective, which is ABM. They seek out... Boosters, high-level boosters that provide the funding for ABM. Okay, if it moves in-house, the funding will go in-house. So it's, I, I don't know, I think it would maybe, again, in terms of co- compliance, it might be a little easier. I don't know. I still think eliminating the one-time transfer rule would have the, the greatest impact. Now, if you combine these ideas, Gene Smith's idea of moving NIL in-house to the universities with Gary Barta's idea of eliminating the one-year free transfer, I think you might be on to something. If you combine those two elements, that might help things quite a bit. So right now, it's just if a kid has a big year, particularly if he's a quarterback, a rush end, or an offensive tackle. If he has a big year, he's going to command big money, and he's going to go into the portal to see just what he commands. How do you, how do you think Nebraska feels about that? Well, Getting I mean, rid of the one-year transfer all of a sudden. Uh, because good, they, they've got some good players coming in. Good question. They've got Casey Thompson coming in here, quarterback. they got right. Yo, Devin Drew, O'Shawn Mathis coming Trey in Trey Palmer. Trey Palmer. I don't know how they would feel. Now, about if that. Nebraska has a good year and goes and surprises and goes eight and four, nine and three with all these players coming in, they're going to say, no, 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 no. 
keep the one year transfer. Know if they would. Don't push back. Don't don't take that away from well, us. Well, I don't. I'm always hesitant to say the word they. How would they feel? Because I don't think everybody feels the same. I think I know this though. The sitting athletic, the, the sitting athletic director, and the sitting head coach, both are old school type of guys. In that, I don't think they like what's going on right now. But they have to. They're, they're playing along well. And that's what you have to do. I don't like what is going on right now, but I've decided why try to buck it. Yeah. You just got to go with on it. On that note, I, I thought this was funny. The first part of this article from CBS Sports, Dennis Dodd, about Gene Smith and his comments on NAL. He says, this is from Gene Smith, quote, NIL is working largely in a whole lot of places. Of course, no one writes about that. Everybody's reporting on the plane crashing. I understand that, but the reality is we need to come up with a, a strategy to deal with inducement. So he's saying that in general, hey, we've got some problems, but there are a lot of things going well. Yeah, there are. This. There he are. He points out that this is not all bad. No, it's not all bad. Um, it's, it's not all bad, especially if you're like a, a left tackle, um, a pass rusher, or a quarterback. The market was set, as this article points out. The market has been set for those positions and Ryan Day remember a few weeks ago when we talked about Ryan Day and yes. Gene Smith addressing a group of Columbus businessmen and setting the market value for those those positions quarterback two million a good quarterback well I mean Arch Manning I don't know if he's a good quarterback or not but he but he's worth two million um a tr- like a big time transfer quarterback two million Spencer Rattler's probably in that range right they they said <clears throat> a pass rusher commands one million and a left tackle or tackle commands one million. That's what we're talking. That's the market. So at least there's sort of a market set for the very high end guy. I, I, and I wonder again. So that's the market right now. Let's say a year from now, two years into NIL, if if things have somewhat calmed down or at least been resolved with some legislation regulations here. Mm-hmm. Is that market still where it's at? Has it jumped? Has it dropped down? Like what? It, How do you predict? Usually, the market? the market goes up for this kind of stuff. Like the market's not, you know, sometimes a stock can start high and come back down low. But in terms of like this, it seems wildly unpredictable to me. Right now, if if, if this works out and the players are successful and they and, they, and the schools are having success, they will pay more it's, than what they're doing. It's very interesting to me when I when you consider Nebraska's plight. Would if if Dylan Rayola we're to swing back around to Nebraska. I know it's very pie in the sky to have that conversation, but I did have that conversation with a Nebraska assistant coach who said, oh, we're not out of that. And it was really striking to me. Like, I'm, what are you talking about? He goes, well, if Ryan Day, if Ryan Day has a big year, he could be gone to the NFL. And if we have a big year, wouldn't we be back in play? Probably. Now, would you pay, would you pay Dylan Rayola $2 million? If you're Nebraska, I think you would. Yeah, I do too. He's already brought. That's the correct. He's already gotten five star receivers there. Right. Helped I out, always helped used, out in doing that. I always used recruit. to say about Adrian. Now, I, mean, I wouldn't put two million tag on Adrian, but I thought his value, if if he if he got really good, and Nebraska were rolling, Adrian would have been worth a ton of money. Sure, he would have absolutely because of how much they leaned on I mean, this is and a, what a great representative he was well, he at one point early on in his career was it was a heisman contender before the season right and right he, yeah Think about that all the power of that yeah he had a lot of power in an nil world it's adrian's 
situation to me was somewhat unique and be made unique by the fact that Nebraska leaned on him so hard. And wouldn't you say that Adrian was the defined face of the program, player-wise? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Oh, there's no doubt. Right. That's by the way he was the program. That dynamic has shifted significantly because I think the you know I talked to some guys yesterday, uh, Henrich, Nick Henrich, yeah, Luke Reimer, Nick Henrich, and I've talked to some other guys. The face of the program right now is from a player standpoint, is Garrett, Garrett Nelson. You got it. Yeah, it's Garrett. So the dynamic has shifted, shifted the size sides of the ball. I mean, uh, but yeah, it is Garrett. And it would have been it would have been Adrian, right? Of course, it would have this been. year, yes, it yeah. would have been. And if Adrian were playing well, and Nebraska were going strong, the, his value would be enormous in this state. In part because of the way he carried himself. I mean, he was a, I mean, he was a gem, right? Okay, he's gone. He's gone. We got to move on from yeah. Adrian. Yeah. We, we, so great, yeah, great kid. The, Wish him the best. The, what we're discussing is Gene Smith, the Ohio State AD, suggesting that a lot of issues might be solved if na- if the name, image, and likeness, I'm going to just call them payments, if that operation, if the payment operation moved in-house, um, moved in-house to the universities. He doesn't really explain, by the way, nor does the article by Dennis Dodd, Explain. You're looking at it. I Tell me if it, it really explains why. I I read the article. I didn't. It, it didn't really explain why that it, it would be beneficial to move it into the university. Well, he says. Well, this, I'll read what he says. At okay. least for yeah. why it's not exactly a good why. Right. He just says again. One of those solutions might be institutions having more involvement. That's being discussed and it needs to be continued to be discussed. Doesn't. Doesn't. He doesn't say why. No. Why, Gene? Why would – okay, what is the institution's involvement right now? That varies from institution to institution. I can tell you at Nebraska that compliance keeps its thumb on Nebraska's collective. It is It is. – Nebraska has an NCA compliance office just like any other institution, and its thumb is on Nebraska. Nebraska does not – Run Nebraska's collective does not run roughshod in any sense of the word. The compliance office is always looking, always watching. So it, it sounds to me. So he he goes on. You mentioned this a second ago, but he mentioned the whole thing about Ryan Day and Smith talking to the business leaders and saying we need thirteen million to keep the the roster intact. But then he says, "quote That's another reason why it should be beneficial for schools to have engagement." Why? <laughs> why? Doesn't say why. So I think basically Gene Smith wants to say we want the schools to be able to induce here. And In, well, induce, be able to pay recruits, right? Be able to pay transfers. It's, this is from Dennis Dodd. It says schools are allowed to inform prospects of financial possibilities, but they aren't allowed to use them as inducements. That's where the finest of lines is drawn. Yeah. Before and during the NIL era, inducements—a fancy way of saying tampering—are hard to prove. What are we talking about? See, it's it, it's it gets to be folly when we write about that that way. If they're not inducements, then what are they? I mean, come on. You're paying, and, and we say this, we do this thing where we say it's not pay for play. Yes, it is yeah, pay it, for it's play. It's pay for play. Yeah. It's to stop it if right. you're not saying it. Right. Everybody understands it's pay for play. 
And it's not some knock on the player or anybody. It's just that's what it is. And it's a, it's an inducement to it's an inducement for a recruit. Schools are recruiting well in some cases like Texas A&M because they're paying players to come to their campus. How else are we trying to like what kind of Who's trying to spin what it kind is of, not that? And, yeah. why, and why? If you're not spinning What kind of that, mental gymnastics are you trying to pull off here? Weirdos? <laughs> I mean, come on. I don't, I don't feel that. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. This, this is, it's pay for play. There's, that's all it is. Yeah. There's no other way to describe it. Yeah, and we're not even griping about it anymore. I'm fine with it if you just call it what it is. You know, I mean... Yeah, don't it's act like flawed. It's, it's incredibly flawed. And, and what... What people don't understand, and I wouldn't expect them to if you're not close to it, is if people don't think things are happening literally like a parent texting a collective and saying, hey, if you don't get my son more money, we're out. If you don't think that's happening, you're – come on. What world are you in? By the way, I was reading this article last night, okay, and I thought – I got to that part of the article where it said the market has been set for left tackles and and pass rushers and quarterbacks. And I thought if I had – well, if I'm reading this article and I had a grandson or a son, like you might someday have a son, that is a like Maverick Noonan, like a big-time pass rusher, would your next call after you read this article be to the collective? Seek out the collective's head and say – uh, edge rushers are worth quite a bit. What, what are we talking about here? Wouldn't you? What can you offer me to? I mean, it, yeah. I mean, if you're not a fabulously rich person, and you could, and you could maybe get a couple thousand a month, what? Why, why wouldn't you do it? Seems like a, isn't that a good isn't, financial move to me? Yeah, isn't that? If you don't, just, yeah. And I will tell you this right now: that's happening. That's happening. Someone says in the text line, before we get to Tom on the phone, he says, uh, if a player has an NIL deal but turns out that they suck, will they be fired from that deal? Again, I don't know if these are yearly contracts. They're contracts. Is it a year at a time, though? Well, is, is, you know, is Casey Thompson It varies. It varies. Signing it, one that goes it, to the end of his varies. graduation here. It varies. It varies. I don't think that's very clear out there about no. how much you know how much money they get. Is it a to- is it in totality or per year? There or what? are all kinds of different deals. There are all kinds of different deals. So do they get fired? No, I would say generally no. I mean, but it's not like they're signing one year. I don't know that players are signing one year contracts. That I don't know. There's it's it's all it's a jumbled mess. Um, and I'm not privy to the contracts, obviously. I mean, there's things I know, for instance, like some players will sign, they're in, they'll enter into deals where there's stipulations on what they must do appearance-wise, uh, maybe some social media stipulations that you must meet. And and by the way, some student-athletes don't meet them. I mean, it becomes, that becomes a yeah, problem. Sure. Like, they're, they're kids, and they just don't show up. Um so that's the. I just wish people fully knew what a mess this was. This is such an incredible mess. Um, but it is. It's 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 part of us now, and that's that's it. Um, and I don't know. I don't. I think once Nebraska heads to Ireland, we're not going to be talking about it much. 
If they win, we they better talk be about talking it about it at the AD level. They continue. They must continue to talk about it because they got to get a they got to get a handle on it. So Gene Smith is saying, bring it in house. I I do think bringing it in house and stopping the one year free transfer would would stem the flow of it would stem the flow of some out of control money. Yeah. Okay. I think that would help. Now there's going to be a lot of people that push back and say, you can't end the one year free transfer. And I would push back and say, why? Well, for Nebraska again, if this year turns out to be pretty good because these guys come again as transfers, you're going to fancy. No, 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 don't end that. We want that. We like well, that. Well, they took advantage it's helped of it. us. You know, yeah. We'll see about that, but boy, it seems like it. Let's get a call from Tom on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, 464-5685. Tom, you're on early break. Go ahead. All right. Good morning, fellas. Hey, so my, my major statement is that if I was an AD, I would think that I would want, it, would want the money in-house as well. The reason being is because now there's two places where if you're a booster, you're giving money to NIL deal, and you're giving it to the booster. Most of the time... I would imagine that boosters probably given about similar money as they were prior to the university. But if you're Dean Smith, you bring it into the university, you get all that money. It doesn't get divided. It goes straight into the university. And then if you do well, your pockets can get bigger and bigger and bigger. So that's my two cents. You guys have a good one. Okay. Thanks for the call. So, yeah, it gets into this conversation of ADs are in this position of there's got to be in basically a finite amount of money are reeling in from boosters right so how much do you want to go to the athletes i think if you're a booster you have to have this sort of or excuse me if i'm sorry if you're an ad you have to have this sort of mindset jake okay this is a new this is a new batch of money that we have to raise just like you might raise money for some sort of athletic facility or stadium improvement or what have you, we have to have a set amount of money set aside for NIL. It's probably in the $30 million range um, for your ath- entire athletic department. I'm just throwing out a number. Um, that's what I would be thinking, $30 million, $40 million, $50 million. <laughs> That's real money, by the way. I mean, that money. So now, Tom, what I would say to you is, now, wait a second. We have to go to boosters for a lot of different things, not just paying athletes. So what I think what you're going to see is, for instance, Nebraska may be in the midst of putting up the last big athletic facility. Very possible. In, in the, of, this, of this kind. It doesn't matter anymore. I mean, it's, no, it it's, it's, wait, sorry, it's important, it but, but kids aren't going to go just because of that. No, they're not. NIL is going to be almost no. the biggest factor. Plus, success money in your team. pocket versus a nice locker room. Yeah, I mean, what 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 are you taking? Money in your, your money po- in your pocket. As long as the locker room's okay, yeah, I'll as take as long the money. It's not a, just a crap hole, <laughs> right? Right, right. right. Something that's respectable. No, it's very possible that Nebraska is building the last big Taj Mahal for some time. It's very possible. It it and by the way, construction's still going on over there. It's starting to take shape a little I bit. Haven't seen any pictures from you recently on yeah, Twitter. I need to me. do you need that. To make your walk over there. But that's do I see, Dave, Tom. That's what I'm trying to get at. Is what are you? I mean, there's a lot of different things that 
that you can use these revenue streams for, how much are you going to use it for NIL? Now, that's something that I know that Trev Alberts is contemplating. I know he is. Uh, I, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's fascinating right now. Let's get a call from Dave on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, 464-5685. Dave, you're on early break. Go ahead. Hey, morning, Jake Steve. Hey, uh, you know the old adage, well, well, you can't boo these guys. They're only kids and they're student athletes and they're not getting paid. Well, that's kind of out the window now if some of these guys have bad performances. I'm kind of wondering if these people that are, you know, donating money to ABM, if an athlete's not doing good, you know, what happens to that? Or, you know, who makes the decision like, hey, you got to take some money back? Or <laughs> there's all kinds of things that are still, you know, going on out there or could go on. But this is a good discussion, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks yeah, we to have you. to remember the reason, part of the reason this article came out is July, this uh, Friday will be the one-year anniversary of the coming of NIL. Now, we have to... A bizarre day, wasn't it, last year? Yeah, we have to step back sometimes and understand this is year one, okay? This this all was pushed through largely by state courts, foisted upon us, and it, it the college athletics world was not ready for it. Now, I have an issue and hang-up with people who continually bash the NCAA. I don't agree with doing that. We, we as fans, as people, not everybody, but I'll, we essentially hammered this through. We, were, we put so much pressure on to have this through. And then I get a kick out of the journalists especially who then turn around and blame the NCAA. Because if the NCAA would have said, if the NCAA would have said, wait a second, we're not ready for this. What would have happened? Those those very wise journalists would have said, "This has to happen now," and it would have been a, a you know what bleep, show a bleep show, right? So no, I'm not blaming the NCA on this. The one thing you can blame the NCA on, I guess, to a certain degree, is they should have been preparing for this seven to ten years ago. Um, but there's all kinds of legalities that enter into that dis- discussion. That there's the antitrust discussion. It's fairly complicated, and maybe there are people who are philosophically opposed to what's going on now. Uh, a couple of texts before we get to break. Doc, D-O-C-K Doc, says, Casey Thompson could be one of the worst quarterbacks Nebraska's had in the last decade, yet, yet he's making more than any of them ever did. Well, absolutely. Yeah, he's got a good deal. And Greg in Myrtle Beach says... Hello, Greg. He says, <laughs> he says after watching five major AAU hoops events across okay. the country this summer, mm-hmm. I can verify that recruiting is like an episode of Let's Make a Deal with Monty Hall, a total disaster. That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's this article states that at one point, right, where it's very common for student-athletes, for recruits to say, what, what, what am I getting here? It's it's happening. That's it happens at Nebraska. I mean, that's that's. I think one of yeah. I mean, that happens. Of course, it happens. Why wouldn't it happen? <laughs> Come on, yeah. If I had a, I'm not going to be a hypocrite here. If I had a grandson who was a big time running back, and he were being recruited by schools, my question to them would be, all right, what are we talking about here? And you know what I'm talking kind about. Of, yeah. What are we talking about? And you know what I'm talking about. What kind of cheese about. we got for my, my, <laughs> yeah. my kiddo here. 
Right. You can defray some major costs for me here. Help, help us If out. not all of the costs, right? And maybe, you, you know, there's a car involved, like a Bentley. C.J. Stroud's driving a Bentley. C.J. Stroud is driving yeah, a yeah, I saw Bentley. I saw <laughs> a Bentley. Where does he go from here? <laughs> What, where does he go next? I don't think we're talking about private planes quite uh, yet. Maybe. Hey, look at that. He's on, Arch Manning's on a private plane over there. He's got a yacht. He's got, he's got a driver for his yacht, he too. shave yet. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, when we come back, Husker Baseball will have almost a complete uh, half of a new roster. Yeah, of 21 com- of 40 players, newcomers. 21 of 40. Is this- Hello. Concerning, or is this the new way of life for the Husker baseball? It's up next in an early break in the ticket. Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to roco slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. 